Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Gardner, and I talk about traumatic brain injury recovery. And today I'm pleased to be speaking with Dr. Arnold Purish, neuropsychologist. Traumatic brain injury recovery. Can the test results tell us how a person is functioning outside in their daily life? Yes and no. This is something we call ecological validity, meaning that how valid are the test results or the results of the evaluation, how valid are they in predicting functioning in, in daily life? So for example, if someone does poorly on a memory test, might we expect them to do poorly on memory tasks in, in the real world? And many times these things do predict, but the critical thing to keep in mind is that the testing situation is a different type of situation than what you might have in any given real world context. Mm -hmm. I might look at, let's just, a mother with a mild head injury who's pretty bright. She comes to my office and I find out that she actually does pretty well on testing, okay? But the testing situation, it's a quiet room. It's one-on-one. -on -one. I'm presenting one task after another and mm -hmm. she does pretty well. But then she tells me, you know what? can't maintain my train of thought, I get overwhelmed pretty easily, and I just can't do certain things in the real world. So I could say, according to these tests, everything's functioning pretty well. Now let's fast forward to that night. She's home, she's been tired from testing all day, and she has kids who are five and six years old, and her husband's just coming home, and she is trying to cook dinner while all three of them are trying to get her attention. She's trying to focus on something. She's tired from all day and you get three people nagging her and her brain just kind of short circuits. That's not the sort of situation that we see in testing. So right. under those circumstances, what I can tell you is that the person's functioning should be good under a certain set of circumstances. Uh -huh. Now, in a contrary way, sometimes what we see in testing is, is much more demanding than some things in real life. Uh, I might find that a person has very poor spatial skills, meaning that they don't navigate their environment, they get lost, they make wrong turns, but they never get lost when they're driving because they use a map, they write down directions, they do GPS, right? So what I'm testing that they have poor spatial skills are under certain circumstances, but people find ways to work around their problems. Mm -hmm. And so I might not see that then. So. The testing gives us a lot of information about the brain. It tells us how a person could be functioning, all other things equal, but then you need to take that into account. The more poorly someone does on testing, the more likely you are to predict they're gonna do poorly in real life, okay? But the better they do on testing, the less likely, unless you have something that triggers the problem that may not be relevant in the testing situation. This is why we call it neuropsychological evaluation rather than neuropsychological testing. Because the evaluation, we're interviewing the person for quite some time. We're trying to find out how they're functioning in daily life, under what circumstances they fall apart. We find out about their emotions, their behaviors. We observe them during the testing. Maybe they do fine until all of a sudden they get anxious. And if I gave the same test later on and they weren't anxious, they may do fine. So we might predict that they have potential for functioning fine, but when they get anxious, that undercuts them. So there's a number of variables. Performance is not consistent even in normals across contexts, but even more so with brain injury folks. Good point, that under a certain amount of stress, we all can have impaired functioning. 
Please let me know in the comments what questions you have and what other topics you'd like me to discuss.